Hi, I'm Shanna Goodman. Welcome to On Track, where we'll be talking about the mindset and mechanics of pursuing purpose with your small business. Each week, we'll dive into practical, applicable steps so that you're always on track with creating something meaningful. Let's jump in. Today, we're talking about business travel and how to make it easier and more fun. Travel is kind of my love language. It doesn't have to be fancy or exotic. I just love experiencing new places and seeing how other people live. As a creative person, I feel like travel and seeing new things, new places, always gives me a burst of creative energy that I can put to use elsewhere in my business. I also like to write and share tips on business travel. I was actually interviewed a while back by Travel and Leisure about these simple business tips. So I'll include that link in the show notes just for fun. I also wrote an article for Thrive Global a while back on how to travel with very little money. So check out those tips as well. I'll include them in the show notes. Years ago, when I was in a corporate kind of job, one of the things I was most excited about when I got a promotion was being able to travel to some of the important meetings. I got to meet with C-suite execs from Hy-Vee, PepsiCo, Coca-Cola, Best Buy, Kellogg's, etc. While it was fun to be involved at these high-level meetings, the thing I was actually really interested in was the travel. Well, this was probably incredibly naive of me, um, but people who travel a lot for work probably experienced what I experienced. Traveling across the country or halfway across the country to only see the inside of airports, taxis, and hotels. I remember one time going on a trip to Atlanta to the corporate headquarters of Coca-Cola and passing several interesting looking museums on the way. And I didn't, I didn't get to stop. It was so sad. We literally just flew in, went to the meeting and flew out. So that was kind of a bummer. But to be honest, it's kind of par for the course for most business travel. Well, as an entrepreneur, part of the benefit of us taking this risk and being our own boss is that we get to make our own schedules. So we get to name what matters, to use podcaster and author Kendra Adachi's saying. I'll come back to that in a minute. Travel and new experiences matter to me, so I've figured out some ways to make business travel easier and more fun. I'm going to outline them here, and then we will dive into each thing. First, name what matters and what you can decide once. Second, sign up for loyalty programs. Third, organize all travel apps in one folder on your phone. Fourth, make a travel itinerary that you can print and have in your hands. And fifth, organize all receipts in one centralized place. Okay, let's go back to that first thing. Name what matters and what you can decide once. I'm a big fan of Kendra Adachi. She's the author of The Lazy Genius Way and has a podcast called The Lazy Genius Collective. I'll include links in the show notes. The slogan really of her philosophy, both her her book, her podcast, kind of everything she puts out is to be a genius about things that matter and lazy about things that don't. So a lot of her principles and a lot of her content talks you through um, deciding what matters to you and and be lazy about all the different things that don't matter and how to make those things easy. Another principle that is kind of central to the lazy genius way is decide once. So after naming what matters, figure out a system for reducing your decision making. So we all have so much information available to us at all times for all things that it just becomes overwhelming. After you name what matters, Figure out the things that you can decide once and then kind of leave your mental space and your mental energy for things that live outside of that. 
that allows you to keep your focus and your mental energy on the things that actually matter. So I always look for ways to build something new into my travel. If I just have an hour or an afternoon, um, I will look for things nearby that I can see that maybe I've never seen before. I will add a day in for an extra excursion. I'll see who else is in the city or in the region that I'm going to and who I can meet up with. This can be as simple as looking at Yelp for an interesting restaurant near my hotel. My family aren't fans of Indian food, so I always try to eat Indian food at least once on a business trip. I've stopped in at a museum for an hour or two between meetings. I spent the afternoon at the Library of Congress before an Advertising Federation event nearby. I've stayed an extra night in a city so I could do a sailboat excursion. I've stayed at my aunt and uncle's place in Washington, D.C., just so I could be able to see them. I'll think about who else I know in the area and ask to buy them coffee when I'm in town. Something else you can do is schedule for a Thursday. If the calendar is wide open and it really doesn't matter when you book your meeting, just schedule for a Thursday or a Friday. You can take your family with you, spend the weekend there. Yes, you'll pay for the weekend nights out of pocket, but if travel is important to you like it is to me, then it makes sense. Next, we're going to talk about deciding once. So simplify the decisions that have to be made. And I do this by signing up for loyalty programs. I do this for a couple of reasons, actually. One is that it's a decide once. I don't want to have to think every single time that I travel about where I'm going to park at the airport. I don't want to think about where I'm going to stay. I don't want to think about how I'm going to fly. I've created a lot of these things that for me are just decide once. And the benefit of signing up for loyalty programs is that even if you don't use them a ton, you'll still get benefits. As part of deciding once, I research what I'm looking for, I do price comparisons, and then I try out something. And if it goes well and if it works, then that will be my decide once. As long as it ticks all the boxes for me, then I will just continue to use them. So for instance, Enterprise Rental Car gave me a business account because I am a business owner, and this business account gives me a 5% discount. And since they're one of the biggest rental car companies, they make themselves super easy to find at the airports. So like I've said, I've done price comparisons and they end up being about the same price as some of the more budget kinds of places. Plus deciding once with Enterprise offers peace of mind knowing what I'm getting rather than a super budget kind of car rental place that you may have to hike to or shuttle to from the airport. Loyalty reward program I use is the parking spot for airport parking. They have upgraded me to covered parking recently because I was parking in a downpour. Some other Decide Once rewards programs that I use pretty frequently include Hilton Honors Rewards for hotels and Southwest Rapid Rewards for airfare. So let's talk about the Southwest Rapid Rewards for just a little bit. I run all my expenses for my business through my business card, and we run all of my husband's businesses business expenses through another Southwest Rapid Rewards Chase business credit card. And then third, for household and personal, we utilize another, another credit card. These points add up, and I actually haven't paid for a flight in years. Um, I do pay $5.60 per flight. I think it's a TSA tax. And I also have a companion pass. This means that the person, whoever I assign to be my companion, gets to fly with me for free, meaning I don't even need to use points for that person to travel with me. Not only do these rewards programs allow me to 
decide once on some of these things. It allows me to take advantage of the various rewards that these companies have. I don't use the parking spot 30 times a year. I don't stay in 12 different Hilton properties throughout the year. I don't use any of these rewards programs super often, maybe a handful of times a year. And on the rental car piece, maybe only once or twice a year. But having these rewards programs allows me to reap the benefits that basically these companies are handing out because they want you to always book with them. So not only does it allow me to free up mental space by not having to think about it because I've already done the research and I've already decided what I'm going to do, it allows me to get the rewards that are available. So for example, with Hilton, I think I've only stayed at Hilton Properties maybe a handful of times, but when I was in New York City recently, there was a pretty long check-in line at the um, at the lobby of the hotel, but there was a desk that was for Hilton Honors members only. Well, I walked up to that desk because I do have Hilton Honor members and got straight in. So it doesn't really cost me anything extra. You know, I had to go to the effort of signing up for the Hilton Honors rewards but it didn't cost me anything. My hotel didn't cost me any more, anything like that. Like it just, it just gives me the benefits. So I recommend for you to think through the various steps that you continuously use over and over again and make a decide once decision for these things and then sign up for the loyalty or the rewards programs that make the most sense to you. Check out that article that I wrote for Thrive Global on how to spend very little money on traveling uh, because in that article, I go through some more specific on how to utilize the Southwest Rapid Reward System. My third tip, my third way to make business travel easier and more fun is to organize all your travel apps in one folder on your phone. This is super simple, but just makes things really easy when you're actually out on the road. So my apps include Southwest, Hilton Honors, Airbnb, Uber. I do have business and personal credit cards tied to my Uber account so I can select which payment method to use so I can I can switch back and forth whether it's a personal trip or a business trip. Also, I have the Parking Spot app, TripAdvisor app, Yelp, All Trails, which is hiking, a hiking app. It kind of tells you um, cool trails in the area that you're at. And I primarily use that for personal, but if you have an afternoon off and you are someplace that has hiking trails, by all means use that. And then also I have a white noise app on my phone in that same travel folder because when I travel, I like white noise. At home, I sleep with a fan on. And so when I am traveling, I want the white noise and it's super easy. I just keep my phone plugged in at night and I have that white noise app going going all night. Also, I've had apps for navigating subway or public transportation in cities I've traveled to, but I haven't actually used those in a while, so I deleted them from my travel folder. But organizing all those travel apps in one folder on your phone makes things super simple. Next, on that fourth idea on how to make business travel easier and more fun is making a travel itinerary. So the idea here is that everything is compiled into one place that you can print off and have in your hands so that when you get into a taxi at the airport or an Uber in between meetings taking you to your next meeting, you don't have to fumble around in your emails to find the confirmation email with your hotel address or that meeting address. I have an itinerary that I created in Google Docs 
a long time ago, like seriously back in 2008 or 2009. And I have revised and reused it for years. I include all the travel details in it. I include my parking spot reservations and screenshot of the QR code information. So I just pull up with my car, I hold up my itinerary, I scan my QR code into the little machine to do my parking, all of those things. Also included on it, I have my screenshots with confirmation code for my flights. So for instance, even though I check in online to Southwest with my Southwest app, but if I'm checking a bag, when I get to the airport, I have to go to a kiosk at Southwest and type in my confirmation code. So if it's on an itinerary that I have in my hand or in my purse or in my back pocket, it's super easy just to pull that out, type that in. And then I include, I include lots of things, actually. I include the weather that's expected for that city on those dates. I include screenshots of the weather and a link. Um, I include all of the different things that I have to go to, kind of organized by day and time with addresses. And then I also spend some time looking at Yelp and TripAdvisor and just see, you know, where can I squeak in something fun? If it's a super busy day, I don't put a lot of pressure on myself to go have some grand excursion. I just look at Yelp and see if there's an interesting restaurant that I can go to. It can be as simple or as complicated as you want to make it, but I have found the travel itinerary to be something super helpful. So in the show notes, I will share with you the exact Google Doc that I use. I made a copy, made a template out of it. And what you can do is you can open it up and make a copy or save to your own drive. And then it is yours to do what you want with it. You can modify it however you'd like. Um, I did keep all of the elements on there. So I kept the format with the days and then also all of the different components like the flights, the hotel address and all of those things. But once you see what I have on that itinerary, just delete it and add your own details. The last tip that I have on making business travel easier and more fun is organizing all receipts in a centralized place. This is not a sexy tip. This is not super fun, but what I have found makes a huge difference in just kind of my organization and getting home and not feeling overwhelmed by organizing all of the things that I just did while I traveled is actually organizing all the receipts in an envelope. So I will take a a business-sized envelope with me on my travels. I will write the dates of the trip, where I'm going, kind of the purpose of the trip in Sharpie on the envelope, and then I'll just leave it in my carry-on or in my laptop bag or whatever. And then as I'm going throughout my time of business travel, um, you know, we always get receipts for dinner. We get receipts for all these different things that it's kind of annoying to have to go through when you get home. But if you just take the receipt, put it straight into the envelope, um, you don't really have to do a whole lot when you get home. Also, I actually put a copy of my itinerary. I just kind of fold it up and put it in the envelope too. And then my bookkeeper knows everything that I was doing and um, just kind of how to categorize all of the things. So that's it for today. Be sure to check out the list of resources in the show notes at ampednow.com slash podcast. I hope these simple tips will make your business travel easier and more fun. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening today. 
Make sure you head over to the website at ampednow.com for full show notes, ampdnow.com. There, you can sign up for regular tips to grow your small business, as well as access our wealth of resources to help keep you on track. I'll see you next week.